Andrew's really worried today because he's in the capital city of the Northern Territory of Australia, Darwin, for a baseball competition. Yes. Tell us, how is the World Series of Australia going? Oh my goodness. It's so frustrating doing a podcast with you guys sometimes. <laughs> What's it's wrong? Basketball. Let's oh. clarify this. It's basketball. Oh, right. It it is the National Basketball League. Mm-hmm. The one with the clubs. Uh, well, there's 10 clubs here, if you call that, 10 organizations. One of them, the Wollongong Hawks, who I will be seeing to play tonight. I believe that's the Illawarra Hawks, but <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, it is too. <laughs> they, you got it. Well, they, see, they've confused me because they've changed their names like three times. Some seasons they're Wollongong, some seasons they're Illawarra. They have an identity crisis. So they're playing tonight. Last night I saw Perth play, and uh, basically, yeah, all ten teams of the league are here in Darwin to play a preseason tournament, and I am here on behalf of NBL Pocket Podcast with media accreditation, attending all the games, um, trying to basically make a bit of a nuisance of myself through the uh, through the tournament, trying to talk to players if I can, and gen- just generally be a reporter at large. So do you have like a fancy badge that you get to walk around with and all that? I do. I've got a lanyard. Mm. Does it yeah. say media on it? It does. Wow. Awesome. And it's a special cut. It's blue, which mm. means I'm media. Yeah. So people can choose to engage with me or not. What are all the that. normies? What's their color? Just walking around average Joe. I've noticed I've, I've noticed purple and red. Mm. Um, I think purple might be the one you really want. That's like restricted. You can go anywhere you want. You just wander around entirely. But it's pretty cool. I'm still able to wander around pretty well. If you want to know what I'm up to, you can follow me on Twitter because I'm absolutely avalanching it. He is. Yeah, Have you guys think, noticed? Yeah, if, if there's like a limit on how many tweets you can send, I'm not sure if there is, but I bet you're probably hitting it pretty regularly. I saw Andrew yeah. Canyon trending across the Southern Hemisphere for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look, no, while, while we make fun of you, that is – Pretty impressive, and it's cool that you've flown there with this official accreditation, so hats off to you. And because you have a blue lanyard, I hope you're wearing your blue Southern Hemisphere shirt to go with it. I don't think I packed the Southern Hemisphere one, but I did pack the Hemispheric Views Northern Times Southern. Mm. So that is going to come out one of these days. Maybe tonight. I mean, the crossover is huge between basketball and whatever it is we do here. So Yeah, it's... um, uh, look, I have, it's it's been hard to communicate what is hemispheric views to the basketball people. Um, <laughs> I seem to have more success with the uh, wrestling crossover at the moment. Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. Well, good luck. A bunch of people running around hitting each other with two by fours. That seems fitting for us. But um, yeah, the other thing I just want to say, Darwin. Hmm. If anybody's this is like this is the great wonderful thing of the Australian continent, is it's freaking massive. So, I've left Perth. It was wet, cold, rainy, pretty miserable. Had the hoodie on, had the wearing the jeans. Get on a plane for two and a half, three hours. Get out. And suddenly, I'm in the tropics. You step out of the airplane and it's hot and it's humid. And uh, the hoodie has to come off. You know, I'm getting sweat where I don't want sweat to turn up. Mm. Ooh, man, Australia is just a totally different place up here. Suddenly, I've got to think about crocodiles. You know, I've got to think about all sorts of bugs. There's different plants. The little house I'm staying in has bananas growing in the backyard. Like, it's just a totally different world. <laughs> Are you going to include some photos in the show notes of those 
sweaty spots for our listeners or uh, i don't think anybody's that interested okay i think they'd like to see the bananas i feel yeah. like that's gonna be the highlight really of the trip i'll take some photos of bananas okay perfect banana banana for scale you know isn't yeah i think we always want to do now <laughs> yeah <laughs> obviously mm-hmm. yeah very fitting for the again for the show <laughs> thank you for the darwin report we've not had one of those previously so i'm glad that we're able to get in a little bit more of the continent into the show thank you for that yeah you're welcome so it's like for americans it's like florida i guess i would have to say Mm. but at the wrong end like equatorial but on the north bit it's kind of flipped yeah and there's less crazy old people here actually there's still crazy Mm. old people they're just crazy in a different way i don't know i think they just got another one hmm I love generalizations <laughs> like that. I think you're right, Jason. <laughs> so there we go. That's that's basketball update. Love it. I'm so glad we were able to get that in. Can I kind of transition us into something that I think is pretty similar to basketball, but enough dissimilar to get us away from it entirely? Mm. Um, unannounced trivia corner. Yes, you heard it here. <laughs> what? It's never in the notes. Unannounced trivia corner. No, it's not in the notes because then it would be announced. And that's something entirely different. Are you ready? No. No, but go. Perfect. Question one. In what year was Officeworks founded? Oh. 1987. My goodness. 2002. 1994. Or 1991. Oh, this is a good question. I'm going to say 1991 okay. because, and I'm not super confident, but I think I've seen enough photos of things historically in Australia that show like, oh, you know, Coles or Woolies back in the day or other chains, particularly David Jones or DJs, but Officeworks, I don't think so. So I'm going to say that it's only slightly older than I am, 91. Got it. Okay. You're locked in for 1991. Andrew. This, this, I felt like this was a gimme for you, but I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'm disappointed. I don't just know this off the top of my head. This is an area of weakness for me, which I've identified and I'll work on. It should be in a spreadsheet. We'll work on self-improvement. This is not good enough, but I do remember, well, I, I know, whereas Martin knows from photos that it wasn't around in the olden days, I was around in the olden days <laughs> and I don't, there, there were no office works <laughs> when Andrew was a boy. Um, and I think Bunnings was really the first big box, you know, company. They they went, let's go big box, let's change it up. And then they thought, well, if we can do it for hardware, we can do it for other product categories. And then hence Officeworks, and it was opened by West Farmers, same company, right? Is he doing a? Is he doing an online search while he's doing this long rambling thing? Is that what's going on here? He, I thought no, it was his no, attempt no. to take over unannounced trivia corner with his own business corner themed with <laughs> Officeworks. I didn't really ask for the entire history of Officeworks. Really, just the year would be sufficient. Because <laughs> West Farmers is an amazing Western Australian conglomerate. I need a clock. I need a clock from now on. Apparently, there's going to be like, like the a chess timer. ones. Whenever yeah. we speak, the little chess ones. <laughs> 1994. Okay. Okay, he finally found the the internet search that he was looking for. Perfect. But I love that he just ditched the whole transition to the answer. He just abort. I'm just going to say a number. So we don't know where that was going. No, no, we don't. No. Um, And frankly, we probably didn't have time for it. I'll record my own own um, 10-minute session later. Question two. Because there's always two. Mm -hmm. 
What? Two questions. Two questions. Sorry, that was our Discord bot. Thank you, Equator. <clears throat> what is the tagline of Shapes Biscuits? Everyone knows Shapes. Love them, right? So, A, they're great. B, flavor you can see. C, infinite possibilities. <laughs> or D, tastes like it feels. I know what it is, but... <laughs> We're allowed to go for the same answer if we know it. We've done that before, right? Yeah, I think it's legit. Yeah, I think, I mean, if uh, I wouldn't want someone to answer wrong just so it's different. All right, Andrew, I think we both know what it is, but you can go first. Andrew, go ahead. Well, we know what it is, but before the options were presented, (laughs) I had in my head the idea of, oh, it's baked, not fries. Not fried. Baked, not fried. That's also on the box. Yeah, but it's, but it's now, it's actually flavor you can see. Okay. Yeah, same answer from me. Yeah. But bake right. not fried, they make almost a bigger deal of it sometimes because, you know, who's frying a biscuit in Australia anyway? I know biscuits <laughs> are different in the US and you'd probably fry anything, but no one fries a biscuit here. Yeah. Even if it, if it was, okay, let's say it's cracker or biscuit, either one, sure. whichever yes. you pick. Like we have the same thing where there's this baked not fried thing. I'm like, when were these ever fried? I don't understand. I don't when know. was that happening? I don't and know. There's huge competition between the inner biscuit brand and the shapes brand mm, like i can see that chick there's chicken in a biscuit yep. in a biscuit that's yep. it's, you know yeah and so in a biscuit versus shapes is highly competitive i didn't actually know there were other in a biscuits i just thought chicken in a biscuit was a thing and and the best one i'd say what else is in a do they have other mm. in a biscuits like crab yeah, bisque think, in a biscuit <laughs> or i think there's cheese in a biscuit oh okay um Mm. Because what's, you know, you can really put anything in a biscuit. And then if you put cheese atop the biscuit, you get cheeseception because there's layers yeah. of bit of cheese upon the biscuit. I don't know. I always call cheese it on a <sighs> chicken in a basket for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, you have done that before. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I For <laughs> something in my head at some point locked in on chicken in a basket. And it's just been that ever That's since. That's salmonella waiting to happen. Just chicken sitting in a basket. Yeah, you don't you want careful. chicken in a basket. That just, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. And that skin's <laughs> looking mighty fine. Yeah, put that out in the sun. So thank you for playing... <laughs> Unannounced <laughs> trivia corner. Wow, I, I'm confident. We, I'm confident. I went two for two on that one. Okay, good. We've for got you. so many corners in this show. We've got business corner. We've got unannounced trivia corner. Who knows if media we'll ever get corner. to media corner because we just meander. I was telling you guys that we have Dutch corner down the road unofficially with the UCI bike event in Wollongong. How many yeah. cor- like if we were a shape? Hence, what you were just saying about shapes. How many corners would we have as a podcast? I like to think that it's infinite. Wow. It's a, um, it's a bit, not, not a Bezier curve. It's the other one. It's the, what's that? Oh, what's that? The golden ratio. <laughs> <laughs> what's that thing that flowers do where they curl like that? Photosynthesis. Are you talking about like the Fibonacci stuff? Yeah, I think that might be it. Like the numbers that go, the Fibonacci sequence that you see throughout yeah, nature? Fibonacci sequence, but, but then you can get computers to do the rend. It was a re- big time rendering thing in the 90s. You could, it was um, a big thing in the Amiga. Um, of course. Ah, and they do curls. It's not, it's not busy, eh, but it's the other one that sounds stamen. a bit like that. And this is driving me crazy. Huh? No, just stamen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw names out there. Pasteur. That's the one. 
Oh, no, this is going to yeah. drive me the crazy. The milk. It's a, it's, a math- it's a mathematical thing, basically. There's infinite numbers of additional corners that you can add on, so you can never actually make a circle or something. You can torture yourself for the rest of the recording thinking about that. <sighs> Blockchain. That. You guys make my brain go in strange directions. Speaking of different directions, um, I would like to thank the newest OnePrimePlus.com member who has joined us. It is Leon M. Welcome. Thank you, Leon, for your participation in the OnePrimePlus universe, I'm going to call it. As a reminder... OnePrimePlus.com. Can we call it a corner, cornerverse? Sure. Could call it that. Trademark? Corner, cornerverse. I think you have to say I trademark. We have enough after. corners. Cornerverse okay. trademark. Registered. FDIC insured. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you, Leon, for OnePrimePlus.com, your membership. We mu- it's much appreciated. Um, don't forget to go get all of your goodies in the OnePrimePlus arena newsletters past episodes live events oh also live events speaking of unannounced trivia corner i think we're going to do another announced trivia corner at some point i'm hoping before the end of the year so leon Mm. you are now welcome to join announced trivia corner so congratulations on that and a uh just general thank you from all of us for joining tell your friends now very quick item of follow-up. I don't know if you two remember or if any listeners actually care, but I thought I should actually, you know, follow up on a promise <laughs> to check in on this. Sure. A year ago in episode 34, God. I gave the update about buying the M1 iPad Pro with the white magic keyboard. And there was, I think, a brief reference. I haven't checked it properly, so listeners can correct me, but I think it was that episode hmm. about how clean my white magic keyboard would look after a year. Now it's been Mm. slightly over a year just to make sure that that time has progressed. And I thought I'd show you two guys and include a picture in the show notes of how white this keyboard is. Can we guess first? Yeah, you can guess crisp or filthy or somewhere in between. Uh, I'm going to say that the trackpad looks kind of like a disaster. (laughs) I'm going to say the keys are... Fine, but obviously, you know, lovingly used because I think you type a lot. Right. And then the whole kind of rest of it is going to look pristine. Okay. Andrew. I'm going to say the trackpad will have a patina of use. And you'll be able to say it'll be shiny bits in the, around the middle and a different color around the edges. Mm-hmm. The home keys on the keyboard will also have a similar patina. Right. But everything else will be immaculate like if it was any other person other than martin i would say this thing's trashed it is dirty it is basically a gray ipad cover at the moment Mm. but because it's martin i'm saying it is like mint out of box okay well thank you both for your views your hemispheric views if you will i'm gonna hold it up to the camera and you can do a brief commentary on it Mm. people can look at the show notes maybe even the chapter artwork and uh you can judge which one of yourselves was correct. So we're going to look at the back at the moment or the top of the case. It's so blindingly white. It just blows out the, I can't even see. It's like looking into the sun. All right. Now the bottom. I love the sticker, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Equally the same. There's maybe just some unavoidable slight degradation, but. Do you you carry an iPad placemat everywhere you go? He does, yeah. (laughs) 
All right, now let's look at the, I've removed the iPad so you can see where it rests magnetically with the cutout. Same. This is a new one. He just bought this. He just bought another one. And now the keyboard. (laughs) Keyboard looks fine. It's hard to tell, but I guarantee that trackpad's got a little weird island in the middle because they all do. Doesn't look like it though, does it? I think the white hides better than the gray, maybe. You might be right. That is spotless. What about, hang on, can you, I don't know if you can do it, Martin. Mm-hmm. The little area near the near the hinge. Do you mean the actual hinge That itself? little flat area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, the flat area between the keyboard and the hinge. Hmm. Has that got like a, if you just run your finger along that, is there like a layer of dust that would just come off it? Spotless. Is that annoying, both of you? There you go. This guy. This guy, can you believe <laughs> wow, that? That's what I would expect it to look like, honestly. <laughs> if it doesn't look like that, ew. Does this mean that I win the podcast? I don't know if that's a competition, but do I win now? Sure, you can have it. <laughs> it's Man. all yours. Okay, check, check back in 2045 and we'll see what Martin's trackpad looks like. <laughs> the same. The same. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. I can't believe it's been a year. That yeah. time has flown by. I think I'm more surprised by that than the keyboard itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh the passage of time yeah when i yeah. said episode 34 both of you went oh dear what yeah what, that was a, how are you remembering what is this thing yeah. yeah wow just real quick for comparison oh god oh yeah Ugh. with, Ugh. with a, norm, a normal person oh throw up emoji <laughs> oh there's like crumbs on it oh geez i know oh look at that oh boy isn't that disgusting that is just vile that's what you get for living in western australia there's like a half of a grilled cheese just in it. <laughs> How's that even possible? We're going to have to rename it his uh, Magic Jaffle, I think. It's on a keyboard. <laughs> Isn't that what you do? You squeeze it, you, close, you put your sandwich in and then close the cover? Yeah, it doubles as like yeah. a panini maker. For yeah, sure. they, used to have, they used to have those lines in the Jaffle makers, but you just have... God, that's a loud car. But you just have like the imprints of the little home key nubbins and little squares everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to have a toasted cheese QWERTY UI op. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a fun update. And uh, yeah, I don't think you need to see it in the future, but 2045, maybe. Yeah. We'll check it we again. Would yeah, put, we guarantee you need to see it in 2045. I'm putting it in OmniFocus now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is in all sincerity. I want everybody to know that they should be listening to the podcast Really Specific Stories, hosted by Martin Feld. RSS.net. Is that the, that's no, the URL? That's absolutely no, absolutely RSS Pod. <laughs> RSSpod.net. I was doing it from memory. But thank RSS you. RSSpod.net. I feel like anyway. I should have replaced the basketball on that line and maybe put mine on there instead. <laughs> you can take over. No, but no, go, I, please, is, please go on. In all, in all, like serious, hmm. no jokes, no joking Mm-mm. around, no serious. No. This is a great podcast. It's so interesting to hear different perspectives of people who are either listening to podcasts or recording podcasts themselves, talking about their podcast journey. You know where they first discovered them, how they engage with it. Yeah, what? Why it's important to them as people? It sounds like it would be one of these really nerdy, not interesting topics, but it almost just provides a frame. I mean, it's delivering an outcome in terms of Martin's research for his PhD in podcasting. So you're getting po- about podcasts, but for me, it's about learning about people 
And the podcast stuff just provides a framework for sort of hearing how another person sees the world and how how they are as, as an individual. It's got a very human approach. Martin is incredibly generous with his interviewing technique. He doesn't interrupt. He gives people time and space to think and breathe and speak. And he just he steers the conversation without ever having it feel like it's being forced to go in a direction that he wants it to go in. So Martin does an excellent job as host guide and all the people that are on it are really fascinating and interesting and I hope this podcast goes on for a long, long time and it's excellent. So please listen. Well, I'm very flattered. That's an awesome review. Thank you, Andrew. And um, the difficulty for me, as you kind of pointed out, Uh, because I am doing it as part of my research, there's this kind of self-imposed restriction or limit to interview people who I can line up with the case studies that I'm doing. So when you say you hope it goes on forever, maybe beyond the project, I would love to interview basically the web, right? I would interview everyone (laughs) because everyone has an interesting story. So I kind of have to be very careful and picky and choosy in some ways because of the project. But um, yeah, I I hope that it kind of has a life beyond that. And I've been very grateful for the mm. people who have joined. You two were the first, given that this has become a case study in a weird kind of way. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And thanks to anyone who's listened. At rsspod.net. <laughs> Just making sure we've all got thanks, that. Thanks, Jason. Mm-hmm. Here, I got you. Here we are. <laughs> so thanks for that. That's it. You're welcome. It is very good. Long may it continue. We'll contact the other one and have them redirect. Actually, just before just before we leave this topic, it's one of those things where, and I'm sure you two appreciate this, maybe Andrew is thinking about it more because he, you know, we edit the show and Jason takes the responsibility of all the show notes, but you realise how many times you say certain words when you listen to yourself all the time through editing. Now, mm-hmm. I called the show really specific stories. Obviously, you've probably noticed that the initialism is RSS, but in listening to my own voice when I do speak as the less occasional interjecting host, the number of times I actually say the words really and specific in my life is kind of terrible. <laughs> like I didn't realize I'm going, oh my God, I'm not even doing it deliberately. So if anyone has listened and they go, he really is like, you know, heavy handed with this really specific stuff. It's like, no, I accidentally <laughs> just <laughs> all the time. Word particularly as well. It's kind of painful. So sorry to anyone. Yeah. Sorry to anyone who noticed that. Yeah, we all have those ticks. I I know there's things I say that are terrible and I hate it and I try and break the habit. And every time I listen back, I think, ah, damn it, I did it again. I have a habit of speaking like there's a gigantic M dash clause in every sentence. <laughs> I notice when I do transcription, I go, my God, this has gone on a meandering journey through the countryside and come back. And the only way I can deal with this is, in, is a set of M dashes. What do I do? <laughs> That's how I speak. <laughs> All right, there's our next bot for the uh, Discord. Yeah, just a line of M dashes after feet. Every every time Martin says something, it's just foot, M dash, foot, M dash. (laughs) (laughs) And no one ever came to the chat again. Oh, no. That's at Discord, by the way, the chat. Mm. If anybody's uh, wanting to jump in there, uh, go to hemisphericviews.com slash chat. (laughs) <laughs> I hope <laughs> if not it'll be there before this show goes out because I will create it 
Yeah, it's uh, it's our little Discord home on the web, which now apparently has forums. I don't know. It's 1997 again, apparently. So, yeah, jump in there. Discord. Love it. You've got mail. Yeah. We're adding, yeah, we're going to add AOL keywords next. That's next on our agenda. So, And a thanks to Alpine for boosting our server. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the boosts. We appreciate it. We do not require it. We do not ask for it um, because it is a stupid system and I hate it, but that's where Mm -hmm. we're at. So thank you for doing that because we just... We are grateful. It says we want to get to level three. We absolutely do not. Level two is all we require. (laughs) That's all we want. (laughs) Don't care about level three. If we're at level two already, save your boosts. Don't worry about it. So thank you. Now, Jason, I think somewhere on the internet there was a mention of some new iPhones. It was a pretty, you know, inferior event considering the wall-to-wall coverage of our deceased monarch, Mm. but go ahead. Uh, I haven't... I haven't heard too much about it. Um, I think I got one in the mail. I'm pretty sure I'm using it now. Um, I can show it to you. Not a monarch, the phone. No, I did not get a monarch in the phone, uh, in the mail. No, that did not happen. (laughs) Um, But I can show it to you if you'd like, if if that's something you'd all like to see. Of course, this is a tech-adjacent podcast. Yeah, so let me just... I'm I'm confused. In all that conversation, sorry, did you get an iCharles or an iPhone? Uh, that the the latter. Okay, yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. just, so right. I'm so confused. Uh, I went with <laughs> this one here. What? This Look is the that. one I went with. Um, this is a pixel we're looking at. I think it's gorgeous. <laughs> just kidding. It's got, no, I'm it's kidding. Good. That sucks. I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's nothing to say, really. I mean, I think everybody knows what an iPhone is nowadays, and um. It's great. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, but I have a very... Do you have a really specific question, Martin? I do. I always have mm. a really specific question, a particular mm. question for you. And that is, a while ago, you moved from the Mini to the Pro. Yes. I think that was the last generation. And you had this gigantic existential crisis about the size of the phone. Now yeah, the awful. Mini is no longer sold as like a newer model. They only keep some of the older ones around. You've mm-hmm. gone for another pro from what i can see with those lenses and the size of it 14 pro not a pro max no so how are you going with this have you settled back into that size and you're dealing with it because it is caseless as we could see yeah no i i refuse to use a case ever it's Mm. like i won't do it not happening they're too big all the phones are too big it's just Mm. fact sorry but they are but that's what is offered. So I went with the 14 Pro. I had the 13 in white. Pro. Yeah, white, which is slightly different white. The white is a little different, which, I mean, I don't think anybody cares, but I found that interesting that it wasn't just the same one. Because I don't think they really, do they call it white or is it silver? I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, love the cameras. Obviously, that's like the main reason to get it. Um, the dynamic island thing is I absolutely love it. It is beyond awesomely useful and delightful. Mm -hmm. Like it checks both boxes. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of always on screen. I think it's cool. I like it. And it's just a great phone. The update process was fine. Everything's eSIM now, which is interesting. Not in Australia. Uh, True. Yeah. Only in the, in the U S everything is eSIM outside the U S it still has the little, the little tray. Yeah. So now it's, dual eSIM, which is like, 
Hmm. That's interesting. Whereas it like your, yours would be one eSIM and one physical. I think you could store more, but it's what's active. Oh, okay. That's allowed. I think. Got it. You could store like a travel one as a third one, for example, I think, but it might not be active. Oh, but you just pick which two you want. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Do we know why? Is it some government regulation as to why we still have the oh, I'm sure. physical yeah. SIM? Or is it, a ca- is it a carrier? The carriers say, sorry, we don't have the infrastructure to support it. I would guess it's some kind of like governmental thing because that just, we need that. We need as much government oversight on our cell phones as possible, obviously, because that makes sense. So that's probably why, but it could be a carrier thing too. If not enough carriers support eSIM, then that would be obviously pretty bad. Mm. I don't know what your all eSIM situation is, but basically, unless you're on like a very kind of fringe carrier in the US, I think everybody has eSIM now for the most part. If you're on a, you know, again, if it's not just that sort of MVNO of an MVNO, like one of those kind of things, I think eSIM is basically everywhere now. Yep. But yeah, great. I love it. It's awesome. I'm very excited that this whole, like I never cared about the notch thing to begin with. I Mm. never thought it was a big deal. I think it was absolutely idiotic that we talked about it for as long as we did. But I think it's brilliant the way this thing works and functions and flows and just the, the, the team that worked on this, I think you can really, it comes through very well how much, they cared about this thing kind of being almost an alive object almost where it's sort of a living thing on the phone, even though obviously it's not living. So I think they did a very, very, very good job of it. I had no issues with activation. I know that was a whole thing people were up in arms about, but didn't see any issues there either. So overall great experience. Everything is just so much better now transitioning from phone to phone. Like it's just so easy. You tap like four things. Everything goes over. My watch automatically switched over. I didn't even have to do anything. You used to have to like wipe the watch and then like restore the watch afterward. You don't have to do mm-hmm. that crap anymore. All right. Wow. It's yeah, it was a really and and going from physical sim to e-sim, it just did all of that. It was like, "Do you want to transfer it?" I hit one thing and it's like, "Boom, you're done." you're now on an eSIM on this phone instead of a physical SIM on your old phone. So I will just say two things. Sorry, Mm -hmm. on the eSIM thing, if anyone isn't using it, like the dual SIM situation, I can second that because on my iPhone 13 mini, I have my personal phone service as the physical SIM and I have my Mm -hmm. work service as the eSIM. And just that benefit of being able to have specific contacts ring from a certain service or switch things for data is fantastic. So I just wanted to second that in case people were listening to what you were saying going, oh, what's the benefit of it? Because I'm not huge on the idea of work profiles or different things. I know that's easier now with those iOS 16 lock screens and focus yeah. modes. But to me, just the fact that you can have a different phone service kind of switching or intermittent is great. And on the Dynamic Island, I don't know if you two saw this, but one of the designers, at least, if not the designer, his name's, I might be butchering the pronunciation or the emphasis, but Chan Karunamuni or Chan underscore K. He's on Twitter and he's been tweeting and kind of talking to people about the Dynamic Island. So there's some good kind of demos there if you're less familiar with it. We can include mm-hmm. that in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Where are we landing? On the Dynamic Island. The name? Yeah. Uh, not not like on the on the 
port, you know, the <laughs> the leeward side of Dynamic Island, you know, not that sort of landing. But where are we landing on the name? I love the name. So that was that I'm, was a maritime joke. That I'm t- got. <laughs> I was taking it very seriously. Ah, uh, yes, the maritime joke. I think it's fantastic. I understand that people think maybe it's a bit cheesy, but you know how, for example, the browser on the Mac is called Safari, right? And how they used to have a photo app called Aperture, and you can think of other names. I like the fact that they're calling a UI element or some sort of product or service. They're giving it a descriptive name that kind of describes its whimsy or its function. I think a lot of names have become very... uh, obvious or too simple on the Mac. Like there's nothing wrong with having calendar and messages and Apple followed by the name, but everything just starts to become very generic. The fact that they're coming up with a cool marketing name that gives an essence of its character, I think is fantastic. Otherwise, what would it have been? Floating notch or something. (laughs) It's- That was in the running. Yeah, it's, what's that? So, I think it's great. I think it's nice that they came up with a cool name and it gives you an idea of what it does. Yeah, I really like it. I think I've said this before when people were complaining about something else, but it's like, if if that's your issue, is the name of it, like, yeah. I'd say you probably knocked it out of the park. <laughs> like, yeah. you're doing pretty good if people are just like, yeah. I don't like the name. Like, <laughs> okay, cool. Get over it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad you're liking a new iPhone, Jason. Yeah, it's great. That's nice. Yeah. Next show, I'll talk I'll talk watches next show. Oh. I was going to say, did you get anything else that may have just answered the question? Uh, I I got the the Apple Watch, but it doesn't, it it's it was a two-week, it was mm. weird. That one you could order day of, mm-hmm. but it wasn't shipping and landing until two weeks later, whereas the phone wasn't pre-order until that Friday, but then was available one week later. So it was this sort of interesting time change, but that'll be next week. So the following show, I'll have something to say about that because people want to know. I mean, you know, inquiring minds want to know what the probably number one tech adjacent Australian slash American podcast have to say about these hard hitting matters. Well, that's right. Yeah. And so Jason, I mean, not Jason, Martin, did you Hello. spend any money? Did you give any money to Apple? No. And look, I'd happily have any of these things, but, you know, I have recent products and have spent on other things for the past year. So a sensible relaxation period is due, I think. Yeah. I think that's smart. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. I had the, I had the same approach. I, I went through the reality distortion field and I wanted to, to throw my iPhone mini, iPhone 13 mini in the trash and get an iPhone oh, Pro gigantic like a max but then i then i realized yeah like the biggest one. Oh god you know you would have been unhappy though you would have been you would have gotten <laughs> it would have been oh this is gigantic and now my life is ruined or something i can't even yeah, imagine yeah. going from a mini to a max like that is I know. <sighs> so i went through a cooling off period and i just thought no just sit this one out good sit, you don't good. need it Look, um yeah i mean the mini i love the mini and i'm sticking with that for as you know, long as I can as a size. I wish they would maybe bring it back in the future, but I would happily go back to the mid-size kind of pro phone, but it would be wonderful if they could maybe not use steel. I know that people were writing that no, titanium could be steel. Not, no, steel looks it. beautiful. Uh, steel is great. It's just more about the weight of it that I'm talking about. If they can make it uh, lighter. Hmm. It, 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 the last thing I'll say is that 
it's I complain about how the phones are too big and the 14 Pro is technically a little tiny bit bigger than the 13 Pro. <laughs> it's like it couldn't even keep it the same. It's just a little bit bigger. That's right. And the the back thing is like I think the camera cluster is the size of a of an iPhone mini now. <laughs> it looks like the size of an Apple Watch, to be honest, at least the smaller one. It is he- let's see. If we go yeah, that's yeah. It's big. It's the size of a big Apple Watch. It's like bigger than my watch. Yeah, wow. it's, it is massive. Oh, and just as we're talking about this, my mum has uh, sent a message that's come in on the display saying, "Oh, my watch just shipped. Thank you." So huh. there we go. Live update from One Prime Plus Hemispherian Tanya F. I can't wait to AKA hear her mother. feedback in the Discord. Excellent. <laughs> um. Recently in Discord, there was some chatter about this agenda thing mm. uh, that Andrew uses. Scotty was on the show. He's a big proponent of that. David, I think, was talking about it on Discord. Is there anything there in terms of shortcuts, updates for agenda? Because I really think people are looking for that. It's funny you should mention it. Hmm. I'm I'm really loving agenda at the moment for managing my work i'm using it to manage my darwin trip guys i've got an agenda note for each game oh. and i'm taking notes into it but yeah it's um scotty just keeps pumping out these shortcuts and i just wanted to bring people's attention to it basically you can create a script you can use his scripts and it creates daily notes that just um link back to OmniFocus. so you can you can check it off in agenda and it will automatically check it off in OmniFocus. You can you can have like little quick logging. So you could say, you know, rapid logging bullet style. So I have like a, a little thing sitting in my dock. I can just click it and then I am suddenly can write a quick note and it will go into a, the agenda note for that day. And optionally, if you, it can also be put through to OmniFocus so you can create a task. This is all through the power of shortcuts. And I just thought it's really fantastic. It's it, and it makes a really fluid approach to um, tracking your tasks and work stuff and all that kind of stuff. And I'm really happy with how it's going. So I thank Scotty for that. The one value add that I have also delivered with it is using my Stream Deck. I finally found a really positive use for my Stream Deck that so often sits there and I forget about it. But now I've got whole rows of button, whole row of buttons lined up for the different shortcut triggers. And so I push that and it goes via Stream Deck to Keyboard Maestro to the Shortcuts app, which sounds convoluted, probably is, but it works. And, you know, pops up on my screen, I can make a note and it all gets put into Agenda, OmniFocus, tied back to calendars and all that kind of stuff. So... If you're at all interested in automation, it's a really, um, it's, it's achievable. Don't be daunted by it. If you're interested in agenda, if you're interested in shortcuts automation, this is a good way to get started into it. And Scotty has done all the hard work. Like if you look at the script, I just look at it and go, wow, like I could never program that myself, but he has done a great job. So thanks, Scotty. I believe there is a shortcuts stream deck app now. So you can just bypass some of that middle stuff. Ah, okay. I, haven't I think there is a shortcuts thing where you can just trigger shortcuts directly from buttons and not have to do that like middle tie together stuff. So, ah, convenient. I mean, if it's working, it's working. But yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you if, if stuff starts like 
not going through the whole chain. I think that does exist now. Well, that's good because you don't want to have to buy Keyboard Maestro just no. to no, be a middleman. No. You know, it's, uh, that's overkill. So that's a good solution. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that, you know, following up on that, that stuff, that it's been updated. So there's all new versions. Nice. So make sure you're running the latest version, which is awesome. Thank you, Scotty. That's great. Because I know a lot of times, especially myself included, we create these shortcut thingies and then never touch them again. And they basically break like a week later and then people find them and go, this doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm terrible. Sorry. So he is not terrible and he actually maintains these and keeps them going. So thank you, Scotty. Sorry, I don't have a lot to add and I'm not a huge shortcuts user, but I have to say that my favorite shortcut, super simple is, and I don't know if everyone knows this, but you can pop it in your menu bar on Mac OS, go down, I go launch HV, everything pops up for the recording. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. you do something like that if you have a multi-window experience that you need? So mm -hmm. that's my one shortcuts contribution. Just make app launching easier. It's lovely. Yeah. Mm. That's handy. That's, that's, a, that's a, your turbo tip for the day. That's it. That's all I got. And that Scotty's the champ. is short corner. Short <laughs> corners. Shortcut corners. Something. Cutting corners is where it called. Well, actually, you know what it would be? It would be a desire line or a desire path, which is what you take as a shortcut through a predefined corner on a footpath. Look for that in the show notes. Oh, that's the Stanford experiment. There you go. So the shortcut is actually cutting through the corner. Wow. Gotcha. There you go. You don't put yeah, you don't pave it until the people walk there, right? Because mm. you always end up with that bit of dead grass that everyone's walked along. It's all coming together. Yeah.